0: the whole story of this race was Michael Rod. This was his first winner back. He's had a handful of rides. Uh, As we know we all wanted him to win a race soon. Uh, Would have been pressure there for Michael as well given what he's been through with his post-concussion syndrome and that was his first winner back and I see he's got some rides tomorrow and very emotional. He spoke to Kian uh, post-race. Kian uh, dickens on sky and as you'd expect um you know he's been to hell and back with this post-concussion syndrome he talked about his wife cara being a master support of course cara's dad it's vince aspinall and he also keeps mentioning this expert this doctor he's a young guy as well from victoria got a wonderful reputation his name is brett zarose brett zarose so what i'm going to do and i'm hoping to get baron vorster because he's been battling this post-concussion syndrome as well is play a few comments, which I thought were very interesting because I listened to a couple of this guy's podcast and a couple of his YouTube clips this morning. Brett Zeros, who worked with Michael, and uh, this is what he had to say in a recent uh,
1: podcast. Brett Zeros: We want to look to see, did the player actually lose consciousness? Was there a ragdoll effect where the person sustained a hit and uh, they were unconscious basically before they hit the ground or maybe the ground impact actually? made them lose consciousness now i think that's an important one for anyone who does listen to this to really take away is that loss of consciousness is only approximately 10 percent of all concussion cases 90 percent of concussions don't lose consciousness and that's an important thing for people to understand because everyone thinks oh, i didn't have a concussion i didn't lose my consciousness and the other important thing to remember is that you actually don't have to hit your head you can actually be hit in your body, and that force is transmitted through the neck and the head. So, a really common one that we've got to think about is a whiplash injury. So, someone sustaining a whiplash and that biomechanics of that acceleration deceleration injury, that if it's transferred through to the orthopedic structures in your neck, we would call that a like a whiplash injury to the neck. So that acceleration deceleration is the mechanism of injury, but basically a concussion is an acceleration deceleration injury to your nervous system. So a whiplash and a concussion from a mechanical biomechanical perspective in that mechanism of injury, are pretty much the same injury. Mm-hmm. It's just that one occurs primarily to your neck and the other one occurs to your nervous system. So, tracing that back now i have a whiplash mechanism of injury don't even hit my head don't lose consciousness that could be a concussion and our job is to then make that diagnosis of whether that is so if they've lost consciousness no, they're immediately removed from the field of play mm-hmm. and they're immediately removed and you're taking to them to the sideline which we'll talk about in a second if you see tonic posturing there, those times where you see people get hit and maybe their arms go stiff up in the air or their arms or legs are stiff by their body. If you see someone sustain an injury and that occurs, they're immediately removed from the field of play. Mm-hmm. If you see someone have an impact seizure, now the Tom Savage hit in the NFL a number of years ago literally changed the NFL rules where he got hit and his hand was having a little seizure on the ground. It looked like a normal hit on the quarterback and he was down on the ground, but he had a seizure and that was missed and he continued to play. And it wasn't until later on after the game that they realized that he had had a concussion. So that impact seizure and video replay became very, very paramount. So if you do see an impact seizure, they're immediately removed from the field of play. Of course, the other types of injuries where we see people get hit They stand back up and they're like unsteady, like they're drunk or they're staggering around. That motoring coordination, sometimes referred to as staggers, sometimes referred to as ataxia. If you see that, you'll immediately remove those guys from the field of play as well. Key signs that we can see, and if you just see it, immediately remove from the field of play. Mm -hmm. But if you don't see those things, then you've got to be able to go out onto that field or that arena, wherever they may be, and start that process of the sideline evaluation, which is where you're running through your SCAT 5 style of assessment for the Jim Bovard. So for the listeners, I refer you guys to the British Journal of Sports Medicine. There's a podcast with uh, Jim Bovard that was done where he breaks down his A, B, C, D, E, Fs. And it's a really nice way uh, in, the, in the sport of soccer where he talks about A being that alertness and attention. So is that person able to basically have a conversation with you when you run out on the field? Are they alert? Are they, are they with it? If not, you've removed them from the field of play. The B is their behavior and balance. And you can have that quick way. Like, Are they staggering? Are they unsteady? Mm-hmm. Has their behavior changed? Another indication to remove them from the field of play. But if that's not going on, then you go and look at the cervical spine. Now, this bit here for me is an important one because I sometimes think that we get so caught up in the assessment of concussion, but we've got to remember we have differential diagnoses that are going on too. Mm -hmm. So someone that's laying, if you see an actual impact, whether the person hit their head, whether they just hit their body and then they're laying down and they're unconscious on the ground, that person has a cervical spine injury until proven otherwise. That's
0: the doctor from Victoria, Brent. Brett Zarose. Let's talk to Baron Vorster now to get an update. Interesting man, isn't he? Baron, have you been in contact with him at all or watched some of his material? Good
2: morning. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, yes, getting back to Brett. Um, obviously, I've been in conversation with Michael Rod on a couple of occasions um, where he's explained to me, you know, Brett's approach and how he's managed to diagnose him and help him back. And, um, Obviously, everybody's uh, injuries and concussions, like Brett was saying, is quite different. Um, so is mine to where Michael was. So we're uh, getting back to it. Um, I haven't been in touch with Brett or gone to see him as yet. Um, I've just had a bit of a process of obviously going through, you know, the, the board of doctors through Racing SAE and obviously Victoria, where, you know, they want to go through a process of eliminating things. So I've sort of gone through all that process, I had a a meeting with my doctors yesterday and um, obviously I feel that I've improved in a lot of fields. Um, So, uh, you know, going to a guy like Brett is very close to on the calendar. So what are
0: the symptoms or what were the symptoms the past couple of months? You haven't ridden since that situation with a horse throwing its head back and making contact with the Chicago Storm. So that was the 18th of February at Morfittville.
2: Yes, I mean, I think it's going close up to eight months now yes. and it's been very, very frustrating, you know. Um, obviously, I feel that, you know, initially starting with neurophysio and, uh, you know, sort of treatments with where obviously my eye vision was sort of really in trouble with the conversions and efficiency, getting double vision and it, um, where that doctor of mine, Dr. Tanya Estraga here in Adelaide, who's actually on the board of concussion injuries uh, for the AFL as well. So she's really helped me and got my vision back to normal, um, which has been a big help, you know, helping with my balance and everything because, you know, once you can't uh, see properly, everything else goes. So on that side of it, has really improved. Well, the neurophysias have got me to a level where I'm now able to go for light jogging and sort of pick things up. Um, so overall, I feel that, I'm managing a lot better than where I was probably two months ago. Um, Headaches-wise, I actually went to go see a neurologist in Sydney, a lady doctor called Rowena Mobs, where she was actually quite high up with uh, some of the ex-rugby players. And um, she's helped me a lot with my headaches systems through that, a couple of injections and that. So, um, you know, my degree and consistency of headaches has really dropped off quite a lot. So... Overall, in the bigger picture, um, you know, I have improved. Things are really looking, start feeling a little bit normal, if you can say that. Um, But the only thing that's holding me back at the moment is still the issue with my neck where at certain movements, it's still catching and restricting me from just sort of, you know, really getting back to proper physical fitness or thinking about getting back on always. So uh, that would be my next step if I had to do an approach with a guy like Brett where I think, you know, structurally um, he would know a lot more about the spine and the neck and the issue of the whiplash because I think my initial incident, yes, it was a wax straight to the face, but, you know, uh, percentage-wise and degree of injury, I would say was a lot more from the whiplash side of it, you know, so, and that's what's more evident with the delay with my injury at the moment.
0: So is it really painful when your neck plays up or, you know, when you get those spasms and so
2: on? Yes. So the spasm side of it has slowed down a bit where the the neurophysiologist has helped at. But I just feel that structurally inside with my C1, 2, and 3 really high up on the left-hand side of my neck, just at the base of my skull, if I sort of lift my head straight up, try to look to the ceiling or a little bit to the left, it really compresses and sends like a really sharp pain down my neck and over through the back of my eyes. Um, so that's the thing that's really just preventing me from moving on, and I feel you know going to a guy like Brett might be might be the answer. Where he, from his professional, uh, you know chiropractic side, would understand that a lot better. Um, the reason why obviously I haven't gone to see him before or any other chiropractor uh, up till now is because the doctors just felt that they had to be really cautious if there was any nerve sort of entrapment or damage that they didn't want to cause any further damage. Um, But obviously evident on some of the MRIs that I've been to, it seems that, you know, it hasn't been that um, badly injured that they feel that, okay, it's a point where we can move on now. So uh, like I said, it's obviously a bit of a difficult time of the year now trying to approach doctors. But, you know, Brett is definitely on my agenda to try and see him, if not at the end of the year, but early next year, you know. Wouldn't it be great to see
0: you riding again in 2023 at some
2: stage? I know, and I said that's been... 2024, that's been so I mean, mm. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's been so frustrating. And, you know, obviously, I mean, I'm I'm very thankful for all the support and, and sort of messages from everybody and whoever, you know, I speak to, they they all, like, wanting to give their help and opinions where, um, you know, you greatly appreciate it, but at the same time, you just got to take your time and just do the right thing. So uh, I'm feeling this yes, has been a long time, um, but... I think the time has proven that, you know, there's been a great improvement. And, uh, you know, the patients that I've had and taken the time, it has really improved um, to the case where I can feel like, okay, I'm on the path to sort of getting back to normal. And that's what the doctors explained to me, that they want me really, you know, back to normal physical health before they want to put me back on the horse. So uh, that would be the aim for me to get at, you know, by early early 24, you know
0: your vision, you said it's a lot better. What would it be right now if you would put a percentage
2: of it on, it on it? Well, I would quite say maybe up to 95%, you know, That's which fantastic. is really good. It's fantastic. Mm. So, at the moment, I'm just doing maintenance work um, where Dr. Tanya just would like me to maintain my eyes at that level because if I just had to stop the exercises uh, straight away, you know, there's a chance of your eyes just, you know, lapsing and, and, and getting lazy and getting straight back to where you were. So, You know, it's just a bit of maintenance work with a couple of optical lenses and uh, exercises, you know, to just try and keep the eyes sharp and get the brain and eyes to communicate properly. So, um, you know, scientifically and medically, there's a lot of things that, you know, once you've once you've exercised it, then you actually really understand it. But, you know, for any normal person, you wouldn't actually know of how much, you know, goes on behind trying to keep things like that in control, you know?
0: You made reference to Dr. Mobs when you went to Sydney, and that was just prior to last time we spoke. And uh, Botox Bo, um, injections, we've heard about them for years for migraines. But do you think they obviously really helped you with your headaches, did they, the
2: Botox? Yes. So I had that treatment all around the skull and uh, back of my neck, Um Initially, they say to give it four to six weeks to sort of see, you know, what sort of improvement was from there. And I felt initially that it was a very slow progress where I didn't feel much in that period. Um, Then she presumed to put me on to a, it's like an Epic Pen that you give yourself once a month. It's an injection called HOV. And uh, it's also like a migraine uh, supportive, you know, injection. So I've taken two doses of those. So, you know, in discussion with her, I had a phone call uh, appointment with her last week and, you know, sort of worked it out whether it's the Botox that's eventually settled in and doing its job or if the Jovi is sort of helping with that. But, you know, with my migraines and headaches, that's really improved a lot, you know, from me running for Panadol three times a day, you know, I might now only be needing it two, maybe three times a week, you know. So uh, that's, a, that's a very big help, you know.
0: And there's no side effects with that Ajovi? I'm just having a look at it. can cause allergic reactions, itching, rash, hives, that sort of thing, there's none of that?
2: Well, I've been very fortunate that that hasn't happened. Um, that's why obviously keeping in touch with her, she's been you know, monitoring quite closely before she was recommending further um, prescribed prescriptions. So uh, we've carried on now that she's prescribed me another two for sort of the next two months. And we've obviously monitored as each one goes along. Uh, but I've been uh, touched wood. It's been all good. I haven't had any side effects from it aside from breaking out in a sweat when you initially give it to yourself because it's a little bit painful. But, uh, um, yeah, I felt that that's, you know, like I said, whether it's the, the Botox that's, you know, finally set in and doing its job or a combination between the two, but I feel that she's really helped me get, you know, on top of the headaches side of it.
0: Do you look about 25 too now with the Botox as well?
2: No, I felt you missed a couple of spots <laughs> in the front of my face.
0: <laughs> but isn't it nice to hear this, uh, you know, compared to last time we spoke, you've made some giant strides there, and we are just got to have everything crossed that you get on top of this, as I said, in 2024, and you're back.
2: Yes, I mean, overall, the big picture is looking good. There's a lot of improvement in in different uh, aspects, even as the small percentages and different aspects, but together they start calculating up to a bigger percentage. And, uh, you know, I'm happy that, you know, I'm able to get out and do things And uh, like I said, not quite 100% back to normal, but, um, you know, we're getting there. And I think, you know, mentally, uh, you know, I'm getting a lot more confident in the process that, you know, there is light at the end of the tunnel because, you know, sort of two months ago, you know, we were a little bit back in the dark corner where you're thinking, you know, is things ever going to come right, you know, and you sort of struggle with that, you know, through your mind. But, you know, I feel with the purple I've had around me, the family, obviously, and the doctor's they've really sort of helped me along and, and kept me positive. And uh, I think the results are showing that, you know? Mm. Yeah, people don't understand.
0: And like Michael Roddo, you know, you watch that interview, you just see there was so much emotion when he rode. That would have been, he's won everything, hasn't he, Michael? All those group ones. But that would have felt like a group one winning that race the other
2: night after all he's been mm-hmm. through at the Sunshine Coast. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Because, like I said, yes, the medical side of it is one side. But then, you know, psychologically, the struggles that people don't know what you're going through when you're sitting around by yourself and wondering where are you in your life you know and what is going to happen to you especially from you know as a jockey or any sports person that adrenaline drive gets taken away from you and you you sort of get put to the sideline and um uh, you know you feel excluded from the industry that you love and support and uh, to be able to get back to that and people to want to support you again and really get back behind you again. That must be a great relief for Michael. And, uh, you know, I was so happy for him. And uh, and I just wish him that, you know, things stay that way and, and he can keep on climbing back to where he was before. Lovely to hear your voice this morning. Thanks for the update. Steve, no worries, Mike. Thank you for your support and keeping up with everybody in racing.